0: Do you love to read but struggle to see print? Bookshare is a non-profit e-book library that makes reading easier for people with low vision or blindness. Members can read in ways that work for them with ebooks in audio, large print, and digital braille. Get unlimited access to over 1 million titles, including New York Times bestsellers, periodicals, upskilling books, and more. Bookshare is free for New York Public Library patrons or U.S. students with a qualifying disability. For more information, visit Bookshare.org today. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.
1: Welcome in Take my hand, say hello to who
2: you know and who you don't and who you can.
1: We'll give promise to your springtime and beginnings to your ends. We'll try
0: not to be cautious, we'll be friends.
1: Welcome in everyone to a rainy, gloomy uh, Friday evening at least here in Maryland, on the Friday night of Halloween weekend. Um, I I know our weather here makes it kind of look pretty spooky and dismal, and I'm not sure I'd want to go walking into a few haunted houses (laughs) this weekend. But I'm afraid that the uh, outdoor mazes, which I've always thought are so much fun for the kids, are probably not going to be real pleasant. Hopefully, they will have dried out a little bit by Sunday. Anyway, welcome to Visibilities. And we've got a pretty exciting night lined up for everyone tonight. Um, First of all, let me thank Cindy LeBon for hosting this evening. Uh, It was kind of a last-minute switch, and she uh, stepped in in the lurch. And we appreciate that. And of course, Larry Gassman is streaming for us this evening. And we always appreciate Larry's doing that for us. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's been a long, busy week. But I think a lot of us have those weeks. Unfortunately enough, a lot of it ends up being sitting on a chair in front of a computer. Um, and so maybe it's time... That we just kind of started thinking more about ways to keep our senior abilities, our abilities as seniors, a little bit more sharp, and to keep them sharp. Most of us are uh, pretty busy people on a daily on a daily basis. But I don't know about you, but I know my busyness tends to get um, work from the neck up more often than from the neck down <laughs> and one of those reasons is because my balance is not what it was 30 or 40 years ago or <clears throat> that and it seems that I know an awful lot of people I know that it's common it's felt relatively common in everyone to begin to start having balance and issues and that As we age, but sometimes it seems that it's either starting earlier with an awful lot of blind and low vision people, or it's, um, excuse me for one second, I'm just trying to see. Area code 201, are you all right? If you can hmm, mute There you go. Okay. It's, if she's Hi, okay. Really so- just, I was just more concerned that she was ill or something. It sounded like she was choking. Oh me? The, the, oh, you know what? I'm on a train. Ah, Sorry, that's I'm what muted. it is. I thought what? I
3: was unmuted. Oh, I thought I was muted when
1: I came into the call. I didn't realize oh. I was unmuted. I apologize. I'll mute myself. Thank uh, you. Th- that's fine. I just wanted to make sure you weren't choking on something. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but I have no idea where in New York too old, <laughs> she is. Yeah.
3: Anyway, getting
1: back to balance. <laughs>
3: Actually, I'm in Florida. I was I was in New Jersey, lived in New Jersey, but moved to Florida several years ago.
1: <laughs> ah, well, then we definitely would have had trouble finding 911 for you. <laughs>
3: Okay, I can mute
1: you if you can't mute yourself, if you're having trouble. There we are now. There she goes. She got it. She did. Okay, getting back to balance (laughs) one more time. It seems that we, I'm not sure, but it certainly seems that we have a pretty high number of people and maybe not quite as old as, I'm not wording this very well, but maybe not, maybe a little younger than the average starting to have balance issues, equilibrium issues. Um, I know my particular issue is I don't actually get dizzy as in like the room spinning. I feel like I'm, I always say, I feel like I'm standing in a rowboat on the Cape Cod canal. It's more of a rocking sensation. Um, More, you know, my feet are constantly moving to level myself off—that kind of thing. Um, It was supposed to—it was supposed to go away within a few hours when I got off a ship one time, and that was in 1998. Uh, It hasn't gotten off yet. Anyway, I just thought that it would be that balance is something that a lot of us seem to have some issues with, and. We also have, uh, you know, a few other issues, and I'd like to talk a, a lot of uh, talk a bit about a lot of those as our program progresses this evening. But first of all, I want to introduce Tom. Uh, many of you know Tom Frank. Well, Mrs. Tom Frank, um, Janet is uh, very involved with a program in northern vermont that has to do with balance and balance exercises and programs that are actually in many many places throughout the country and so janet are you with us now are you unmuted i think so (laughs) there you are You're going to come up on our screens as Tom, Frank, but we know that you're Janet (laughs) and we welcome you this evening. And thank you so much for agreeing to do this, uh, to join us this evening on this. And can you just talk to us a bit about some of, about what's going on with the program that we've been talking about and um, any tips, Uh, you know, uh, we know that that you're not, certified this is absolutely not a uh anything that we probably should have played the disclaimer first um that this is not anything healthy this is we are not recommending to anyone um of course you should always talk to your own medical medical team before participating in any kind of an exercise program uh but just to kind of, can you just kind of give us a, some highlights? Okay, of I can give your program. Give
4: overview. Uh, the program that I'm working with is actually the uh, Vermont Department of Aging in Vermont has kind of adopted it. It's actually from um, Maine Health Partnership for Healthy Aging, and it, and it was used and adapted by permission from Boston University. Um, it is a program that is nationwide supposedly is evidence-based um and we don't just talk about exercising because that's just part of it part the biggest part of, is it's a cognitive program as well because as people age if you have your first you know fall or whatever you become very fearful are uh, you fear, fearful of falling which basically brings you into isolation and all that kind of stuff so mm-hmm. it's really in, it's you know, having trying to help people look at how they're viewing um, uh, their balance, basically, um, and then there's exercises. But exercises don't start. To, it's an eight week program. Exercises don't start to the third week. Um, the person I'm working with, she's the lead trainer, as Kathy, and she uh, we we try to do it virtually because there's a virtual uh, component as well as a um, on the ground, and we had no luck with the virtual. We went one week, and we lost a lot of people the second week. So, we decided to do it um, in a facility or in a, a place where people can come to. And it's been really great. This is our first time doing it, and they already want us to do it to other places a little later. But for us, it's you know put on by the Department of Aging. Um, it's very prescribed. We had to go through this training um and you have to follow the book completely <laughs> 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 what you guys mean that so like, that's okay <laughs> um but it it's, it's really it seems it seems like a really good program and when i was looking into um some literature uh just kind of literature um that tom was was going to go to the va out in um, palo, alto. palo alto and they have it there too same exact program i don't know how you contact a how you how you get to find it but it's basically it's called a matter of balance um managing concerns about falls and like i said is um we do it here in vermont um our all of our communities have little different um uh titles like we call in, in Chittenden county here where i am is age well and Barton is AAA or something. Something, something I
0: forget.
4: Yeah, and I was, i kind of, ironically—I was chatting with someone that, that was up in Barton when we went to to close down, and she too had gone through the gone through the program and could could teach it too, but she didn't because she was she was too busy running the Senior center. But um, it's a great program, and it's based out of Maine, so I'm sure that you. I can give you what I have as far as who to call, I guess, um, if you want to see it. And we did, a, I think it was like an eight-week training. Um, we did that virtually. Um, and then basically, it's all volunteer-based. Uh, we don't get paid for this. <laughs> we um, find a site and register people. And uh, you know, the the goal is to have like 12 in a class because it's small enough um and like there's a, there's a lot of like group activities uh it's just it's a very good program and it's supposedly evidence-based you know um and what does
1: evidence-based mean exactly can you
4: uh it's been tried tried and it's found to help people uh, oh, okay. alleviate, some, alleviate some of their fears and, and it's really the cognitive piece of it too I think you said it when you first started it's like we all have balance issues well, balance issues can also make you not go out as you especially if like um what happens if you look out the door and you see that it's just rained and there's leaves leaves in the ground? are you gonna really be fearful of walking on the sidewalk um because there's leaves there that are wet mm-hmm. you know, how how you know uh somebody asks you asks you to go to dinner and you're Afraid of going out because it's going to be dark and you are unsure of your footing, so it can, it can make you very isolated. So we kind yes. of address that's a bigger. They address that a lot in this uh, this program. You know, how? Do you, so what could you do? You know, mm-hmm. well, maybe uh, call a neighbor to help you get down the stairs, or maybe have a, ask a friend to go over with you. You know, just to get out. Because mm-hmm. that's that's the biggest thing as you age is that your world becomes much smaller. And we all can look at the people that we know, our parents, uh as the as they get older, you're your your it's just smaller. You you don't go as far. You know, I can think of my dad, he used to go to New Hampshire, he was, lived in Massachusetts, then he didn't go to New Hampshire, then he used to go to Fitchburg. he didn't go to Fitchburg anymore. Towards the end of his life, he was within a three-mile radius of his house. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, yeah, and and, and, I, did it here.
1: and I think a lot of that, you know, there is, a lot of us here can relate to that. In that, um, especially for people who have uh, lost uh, some or uh, some or a lot of their vision, mm-hmm. especially older in life. Um, right. I think one thing I just want to let everyone know we have, and I will tell you as well, of course, um, we have someone here on the ACB community calls who does easy chair yoga, yoga with uh, the big ball things. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Full full flexibility yoga. I think that's what she calls it. Um, Resistance 101 and does a cardio workout uh, every every afternoon. And I got an email from Leslie. That's Leslie Spoon. And I got an email from her this morning saying that if we do anything more on this, she wants to be included in on it. Um, Which, of course, would be a a great thing to do to include Leslie. Uh, I didn't want to impose on her tonight. Actually, she couldn't have made it tonight anyway. But you know I'm, I'm always calling dan or leslie would you do this on visibilities or would you do that and um but she wants to get involved and i think that there's a lot that i'm i'm thinking you know we have gotten so into virtual meetings and virtual calls this year i'm thinking that i'm wondering if we couldn't start something like this virtually um if some if if you know, a few folks wanted to go through the training and that I think it, I, I, I see it as a very strong possibility through the ACB community, uh, you know, with a bit of ad- adaptation for, um, you know, because of the, because of vision loss, uh, you know, it would be someone who was very good at describing what the, the exercise is like Leslie does with her yoga and her resistance and that type of thing um so i think we've got great potential for it um, and
4: um, like i said for uh, for vermont uh the D- department of aging basically adopt adapted the tra- uh the training but we also have some of those other programs you're talking about uh, we have a program called sash and trittenton uh, accounting which i don't know what that is but they do the yoga bone builders and a lot of it is basically um that stuff is virtual um, and And it is all exercise uh in your chair usually <laughs> this is, like I even do a yoga class online and and i I love it, and the instructor always says, modify you know the bottom line is you do what you can do, even if you move just a little bit it 's better than not moving at all you know if you if you can't if you can 't stand up to do the exercise, sit down and do them you know it 's okay hang on to a chair it 's okay. So I think that's that's the key here is that um, just being able to do uh, what you can do and
1: not be fearful of it. I think that's a great second segment to this is the not being fearful, Um, you know, or you know, knowing your own knowing your own capabilities, maybe. because I think we we tend, you're right, we do. We tend to become very fearful of, you know, once we've had a bad experience. Uh, I know I have. There's ver- barely a day that I walk through the corridor in my house because a year and a half ago, somehow I managed to slip there and fall and fractured a vertebra- fractured my L1 vertebrae. Um, <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) that was not fun. (laughs) That did me in on the yoga for a while, I'll tell you. (laughs) But, and and ACB has gotten very, very involved in this get up and get moving uh, project that they've gotten going. And that's when I said, you know, I think we need like a pre get up and get going Uh, for some of us who really are not out walking every day or, getting on the extra cycle that's sitting in my family room waiting for me to do it uh, we all get some bad habits and such uh, you know we getting all- on that treadmill to get up to walking a mile that kind of thing um, and this just sounds like it's such a good way to get started and I know that there are programs throughout the country um, there's one right here in uh, Montgomery County in Maryland that a friend of ours uh, did did the balance courses classes there for a couple of years ago. I don't think they re- I don't know whether they've restarted them now since with the pandemic. Um, I know they had stopped them for a while. Um, it's something that I should look into, and I think maybe we all have things that oh yeah we should do this we should do that. Maybe this is the time when we need to start making up the list. And putting it in front of our noses or hanging it around our necks. of We need to do this today. We need to make that call and find out about it today. Um, because the I should have, I, sh- I should have, would have, could have goes on forever. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to ask, tell us before, um, if you don't mind, I was going to, uh, I was going to. Uh, open it up for any questions that anyone may have. Would that be all right with you, Janet?
4: That's fine. I'm uh, um, just looking at this stuff. It says, A Matter of uh, Balance is a program based upon research conducted by the Royal, R- Royal Ball Order, uh, Center for Enhancement of Late Life Function at Boston University. It is designed to reduce the fear of falling and increase the activity levels of older adults who have concerns about falls. I was i trying to hey
1: okay. that's I, very interesting um
4: so so it has been it's it's been researched and um it's a it's a good program and i and i think it's i think it's like i said it 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 costs us it cost me nothing to be trained um, uh-huh. and I don't know if the program costs money to adapt it adopt it or not um but I think you should, you know, you, you could always try to find out. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: I think you're absolutely right. Can you actually do me a favor? Could Tom has my email. Um, could you just send me the, the name of that again okay, so yes. that I can look it up and I can actually perhaps, if need be, put it out on our Visibilities website and, or anyone that's interested knows that they can contact me through visibilities50 at gmail.com. And let's see if we can't do something about setting setting ourselves a goal of doing that so that, you know, who knows? Maybe we will walk to Omaha, as there's a group talking about this year. Um, not liter- not <laughs> literally, but <laughs> everyone has, there's a whole group of people who have figured out how many miles it is. Our national convention next year is in Omaha, and they've been figuring out how many miles it is from where they live to the hotel in Omaha. And that's how many miles people are working, are walking uh, in their homes or in their neighborhoods to call it a walk to Omaha. And, um, you know, it would be great to be able to do it. Right now, I couldn't walk. I can barely walk from out to the sidewalk at my house. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, if I got going, who knows? At least I I could get a block or two. We
4: We did something like that when I was working of uh, the state colleges of Vermont I worked at. And um, it was like, they're all over the state. So basically it was like, oh, you know, we kind of like tracked our miles so that we could walk to every single site within the state of Vermont. was <laughs> <But laughs> prizes at the end, it was just a way of getting people healthy. This is one program. There's all kinds of programs, um, you know, wellness but this, this one is really geared for the older people. And the reason it's geared for the older is because there's a fear factor. And, and the bottom line is I think they say one out of three adults fall, older adults. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you think about when you were a kid, how many times did you fall? That's true. thought, thought <laughs> about it. But when you get older, it's like, oh my God, I'm, I must be, something, my balance is off. But when you're younger, it's like,
1: brush yourself off and off I go. <laughs> And, and, and that even went beyond childhood. I mean, especially for those of us you know like, like us from New England or in the <laughs> North Country where to this day, I'd still rather fall in two feet of snow than in a quarter of an inch of ice. Um, you, know, you, you still did the same thing. that was part of going skiing or tobogganing, where you're going to fall. Yeah, you don't, you don't think about it twice you know if, once you're used to it. And that's even as an adult.
4: Yeah. And, 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 and that, I think that's the whole, the big thing is, that, but once you fall as an adult, we do have, our bones do take a little, a little longer to heal. We do bruise easier. <laughs> so,
0: that's true.
1: That's true. That,
4: that, is, that is true. But but the bottom line is we, we, we get very fearful. And if you fell on a sidewalk, you look at that sidewalk every time you walk by it again and kind of like, like, Oh um, yeah. You just kind of like, you just get, you just get fearful.
1: You do. You do. That's what I was was saying about um, the falling in my own house. There's barely a day goes by that I don't think twice when I go down that hallway. Um, Yeah. You know, it's just, it it is. It's something that I think overcoming that fear is equally as important. Um, I do see that Connie Bateman has, Connie, you have your hand up. I assume you have a question. If you can unmute, there you are. You've done it. Hello. Hi, Connie.
5: Thank you for doing this program. It's really important. So, um, I've had a couple of losses. I went from low vision to blindness. So, believe me, that was a that has been a transition. Um, and the other thing is, I lost my husband two years ago. He passed away. I fell. I've fallen several times, um, twice uh, during orientation and mobility lessons, and it's because I was tired. So, one, the first time I fell off a curb in a light rail station. The other time was at Orientation Center for the Blind, walking back into the school, and I must have tripped on something and got pretty scraped up. The other two times I fell when my husband was with me, who was sighted, and fractured my foot both times. And both, time, and both and both because I have osteoporosis, so I'm prone to fractures. Uh-huh. And so my husband was there to pick me up and take me home. But now he's not here and i'm alone and so i really i don't even feel comfortable walking around my own neighborhood anymore now when i go out i use paratransit uber lyft or rides from friends i very rarely walk to get anywhere now and it's because of that fear of falling that you guys are talking about plus yes balance definitely is an issue it was an issue when i had low vision but now that i I'm totally blind. It's more of an issue. And the second time that I fractured my foot, I got some physical therapy. Um, the podiatrist didn't think I would need it. And I said, hello, I lost my sight and I fractured my foot. I think I need physical therapy. So the physical therapist told me that 90% of balance is visual. So, is. you know, so that doesn't surprise us, right? That That we have balance issues because, you know, a lot of us have experienced sight loss. So, so anyone, if you want to, either one, if you want to comment on that, that's that's great.
4: Actually, Tom, Tom would t- tell you that that's a big thing. Um, he, he's uh, he has the vision and the mobility issues.
0: Yeah, you know, I have. Uh, when I starting around fifty, a little bit of peripheral neuropathy, which what might be what you have, Terry, is that uh, reduced sensation in my feet and all of that. And then, uh, my doctor asked, well, at the VA and the VA uses this program that Janet was explaining, uh, for balance. So it said in Palo Alto, the blind center, why? Because they want to prevent falls. Oh, and when you said, Terry, what do you mean? Evidence-based evidence means that, those that have taken the program, studied over a period of time, have fewer falls than those that have not. So they have proof that it works. Well, not as fearful, yeah, not as fearful. But uh, yeah, where was I going with this anyway? Uh, yeah, the vision. When I went, she said, you want to see a physical therapist? Sure, I'll go. And he was doing it. Actually, it is a 90% vision. Your inner ear is about 40%, and proprioceptive, other words, the feeling in your feet, that's about 40%, and I think his term was, uh, and then usually about 20% for the vision. He basically said, well, you're screwed, I think is what his <laughs> terminology was, but he said, what we can do is build up the strength and your abilities with what you have left. And that's the important thing. Don't worry about what you don't have. Worry about what you have and how are you going to use that to do what you want to do? I use a rollator, you know, four wheeled walker. Whenever I'm going to the sidewalk, I can still walk a mile or two to the library or whatever with that. I don't like to go across the street without two canes, So. I just modify what I do, figure I can still walk. My balance stinks. So I'll compensate with a walker or a rollator. And
4: he names them. Yeah. They're, they're, <laughs> they're named...
0: Oh, you'll, oh, you'll like this one. My latest one, which is a four wheel with 12 inch pneumatic wheels in the front, 10 pneumatic wheels on it. It's all terrain. So I named it Terry. that's why it's terry because it's an all-terrain and the first one i got is called roland because he's a rollator so and i'm not ashamed of it i'm not afraid of people looking at me i need it to keep myself safe and i don't care what other people think i care that's a
1: great attitude to have and that's a very good attitude to have and we have questions for you
6: agnes Hi can you you all- hear Yes, we can. Okay. We can hear you. Um, I've taken the A Matter of Balance course. I live okay. here in Greeley, Colorado, and our area agency on aging offered it, and they go to different complexes, and I took it when they offered it here at my complex. And if you want to get a sampling of what the course involves, Larry Johnson had done three different sessions uh and it is on the a community. They're all available in community podcasts. He did them in three different weeks, and it was called, I think he called it Fall Prevention. And he had said he had been in Colorado and learned about the course and decided to take the training and has been offering it in Texas. The only issue, one issue I had with the course was they did not have updated. Material in an accessible format, but mm-hmm. I was fortunate because my area agency on aging worked with me and paid for my book um, to be transcribed into braille, so that I could have it in a format I preferred and have the exact same book as everybody else. What That's the awesome. what the a matter of balance people sent or some CD, CDs, and I visited with them about the material not being accessible, and the attitude was, well, you can just sit, you know, and listen, and that's what other people do, and I wasn't real, you know, I wasn't real happy about that because I feel like if we're going to take the class, you know, the material should be what everybody else has.
4: I agree totally and fully. <laughs> yeah. This is my first time actually um, being a co-teacher in, in the class. So I'm, I'm, I'm a newbie with this, but it, it seems to be working really well for the, the, the crew that we have. Um, I think we have one that's slightly visually impaired.
0: Yeah, George is. Yeah, George, George is. One's, another one. One's legally blind.
1: Okay, so he's legally blind. Yep. George is legally blind.
4: So, yes. So we, ha- so we have one. You mean you
1: haven't gotten Tom into the class too?
4: No, <laughs> he has he, he, he a lot of other stuff, so <laughs> I, I think he probably knows most of this stuff already.
0: I don't have a fear of falling. I have a fear of Janet. That's what I
4: tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I goodness. The in the class because there isn't a person that I know that has the positive attitude with the limitation that he has. You know, he has such a positive attitude and will do anything just about. Um, and so he's, he's, a, he's a really big inspiration because one of the one of the classes was about you know overcoming uh um the attitude kind of piece. And Tom mm-hmm. has an attitude that you can't it's hard to even believe. It's like I'd be wallowing in self pity, but he's so.
1: Well, Chris Coulter. Hi. I think you've got something to add yeah, to the conversation.
7: I do, and I'll make it as short but uh, interesting as I can. <laughs> um, I was born blind, and uh, to make a very long story short, of course, I needed to learn how to get around, and um, I didn't have good balance. Even as a little girl, I had we they my family put handrail handrail on the front porch because every time I tried to climb, climb the stairs to get back, not so much going down, but coming up the stairs to get back in the house, I would wobble. My knees would wobble and everything would kind of go sideways. Well, as I grew older, went into teenage, I, um, I was not, I mean, I, I, I didn't walk properly. I had my feet out instead of turned straight ahead like you're supposed to. I never knew about that until I'd sprained my ankle, each ankle, many times. And so in, fast forward to my 50s, one of those ankles that had been sprained many times, um, a ligament just exploded. Ooh. I just fell down, went boom, and had a broken ankle. Well, what that did was give me some, some fear about now, how am I going to keep this ankle protected and not be sprained anymore? And uh, I've done well with that. I had physical therapy. And my balance, I think, is improving to a certain extent again. In some ways, I, I'm, I'm 71 and I really think that it, I am paying more attention. I, I, um, I think I'm, uh, I feel a lot more confident walking now. And I've lost some weight and I, I had gotten rather heavy and I have lost some of the weight. And I'm now, um, I have an exercise bike. I have a, a recumbent bike that I just got and am working on getting my legs to be stronger and just walking faster, even either around the house or outside, you know, around or outside or, or whatever. But yeah, I, I know what it means about um, the, I think a lot of mine also had, I had a lot of vestibular um, situations that, that played into it too, because my, my spatial awareness is not always good. It can be, but it isn't always. <laughs> yeah. So you know that's my my story, and I'm I'm you know keeping myself involved in in uh, not a lot of glorification of you know not a lot of huge fitness plans, but enough that I I can I can do enough to see that I am making a difference in, you know, there is a difference in, in things right now.
1: Well, that is great. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. and yeah. M- um,
8: also <clears throat> I also, um, I'm an RLF, or I think they say ROP baby. Right. So I was, <clears throat> I got too much. I was born too soon and got too much oxygen, which destroyed my eyesight. Right. I so far have been fortunate enough, fortunate enough to have good balance. Um, but I do know as I get older, and that's happening faster than I'd like. <laughs> I need to be yeah. way more aware of balance, and I also um realize I just lost my husband the ninth of this month, mm-hmm.
4: and i also okay. i've
8: got uh, he was sighted, so I got used to us walking and going places together so I have to readjust to be uh, You know, being just me, and that includes things like walking. Um, So I'm wondering, as I get older, even with, at this point, having good balance, should I use more than just a cane?
1: Well, I think that's uh, – go ahead. I'm sorry. Um... Janet, I, have,
0: uh, tone. Yeah, I could say, say something on that because I have a standard of you know, the World Wide Web, WWW, and I always say what works, works. Uh, if if you can't get around with just a cane, a wide, you know, a long cane, then use another cane because if it gives you security and agility, Go ahead. I asked the physical therapist uh, about that, the rollator. He said, it works for you. Go ahead, do it. So right. If, if it works for you and you think you need it, uh, go ahead and, and, and do it. You can ask your doctor. Uh, doctors don't know anything. Physical therapist would be the one to ask, but uh, yeah if it keeps you from falling, helps you with your balance. And let's, yeah, keeps you going and getting out. If nothing else, walking to the mailbox or walking to the corner store, go ahead and do it.
8: But if it ain't broke, don't fix it till you need to.
0: Right.
4: right. (laughs) Uh, Until you feel you need to. Right. Because because our feelings have a lot to do with what we can and cannot do. You know, if you feel you can't do it, you've set yourself up that you're not going to be able to, if you feel you can do it, you probably will be able to. So make sure you just, just make sure that you're uh, how you, how you feel about it, you know, and, and do what what makes you feel comfortable. You don't care what anybody else thinks really.
0: Other hands. You Is
4: go. that it? No,
0: you lose them? I have no idea. Huh. Uh, oh, there delicious. you are. Okay. So we lost everybody here.
4: Quiet
0: they're all listening. Oh, they're all listening. I'm sorry.
1: No, what it was was... I had muted myself and didn't realize it. I'm oh. talking away
8: a blue streak, telling Ann Brash hello that she's yes. unmuted. <laughs> Hi, um, I I just wanted to add to what somebody said earlier that the AAVL, the Association on Vision Loss, I, I can't for I can't remember what it stands for, but Larry Johnson did do a three session class that it was absolutely wonderful. It was part of the same program. I don't know if that class is podcasted or anything, because I ha- I haven't looked, but I do know that on the AAVL website, he put uh, resources. So, he, he admitted that it wasn't a, a full class or anything, that, and that we should, you know, try to get that full class, but it was an excellent uh, start, if anybody wants to go look for it on that website.
1: It is, and it's on the AAVL website, and I think it is in the, I think it's in the ACB podcasts. And what interests me um especially about what we've been talking about this evening is the piece that i'm not i don't recall his part of his piece his sessions doing quite as much on getting over the fear
8: um he, he that, did that's one he did one session but he was trying to do it in just three sessions so he he acknowledged that it wasn't you know, oh,
1: okay. That's it. I. I, I he heard, did do you know, a little I heard bit on, on the second session. I okay, yes. I think I heard the first and third. Yes. No, the, se- the second session. Typical is for me. Fear.
8: Well, no, the second session was on fear.
4: Yeah, so, so, so usually it's a, the the eight week program. Basically, the first three weeks there are no exercises. It's all about the fear and and and, and changing your mindset and helping you to kind of like mitigate like if how it, how could you do what you want to do and still be okay? Kind of thing. How how to change a negative into a positive, basically. Um, and um so we don't get into the exercise until the third week. And then usually in this particular program, a
1: PT does
4: come in and I think it's on the seventh week. So
1: and that yeah. is, that's interesting. Yeah, this thing that that we've uh, every people people have been referring to is something that Larry did, just kind of a three part series on um fall prevention.
4: Yeah, and he, uh, he
1: that kind of thing
4: from from this too. Who knows? Yeah, because because it is it is the whole thing about fear and then the exercises and the exercises are not hard exercises. They're basically a lot of chair exercises and you know um. Movement, you know, your feet and, uh, you know, so they're not hard. They're they're just to build up your
1: muscles. Okay, area code 954. If you could unmute.
8: There you are. Good evening.
1: Hi, I'm Hildreth
3: Fade. And a bit of humor first, I have to say, I know what causes all of our problems. It's birthdays.
1: It's what I'm uh, sorry.
3: We have had too many
1: birthdays.
4: Oh. I agree (laughs) totally.
3: (laughs) I'm still hoping, though, that we have plenty more. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm in a situation.
4: Where did the time go?
3: I'm with the pandemic like we all have been. And so that reduces getting out. And also during the pandemic is when I have had the greatest amount of sight, vision loss. And so what I did, number one, I cleaned out, I decluttered my house, my apartment, so that I have, I'm very sparse about everything now. And what I did, my friend called it, I created a dog walk. If you know (laughs) what a dog walk is in the yard, you know, a little dog run. Uh I've got the same thing for myself inside my apartment. I've created a little area that I can walk along the wall from one end of the apartment to the other. And uh, then I have magnets on my fridge. And every time I walk 10 times back and forth, I move a magnet. And it sounds very, you know, like it's not much. But what my goal is to be able to do some of these other things you all are talking about But I know since I've been a teacher for years that the only way to get from here to there is to take the little tiny steps and get going on that. So I just thought I'd share the idea of my little dog walk, dog run.
1: That's a great uh, idea. And I think that's very much what a lot of people, you know, that's kind of what the whole walk to Omaha idea, I think, is to do it in small doses. Mm -hmm. Terry gave us here. Ah, that was going to be my next my next check, but well, let me um, <laughs> give me just one minute, sure. Janet. I want to thank you and Tom so much for doing this with us this evening.
6: You're welcome.
0: Our pleasure. I think, that
1: it's, I think that it is certainly we've had a good turnout. I'm sure we've got a good number of people listening on on Media One, in addition to this group and you've just given us a lot to think about and I think a lot of encouragement to get out and check our own local area aging agencies. Um, a lot of them are using this program. So yes, please, please do that. Check your, your, whatever
4: state you live in, and see if they have a program about the matter of balance. They probably do.
1: I think you're absolutely right. And again, I want to thank you all. Thank you both uh, from all of us here at Visibilities. Uh, for coming and joining with us tonight um, I know it's not Your most favorite thing to do On a Friday night, probably But we very, well, very have so much
4: many a- places to go with COVID <laughs>
1: <laughs> But uh, Hey, upsta- Burlington's A big town
4: <laughs> Oh, but we also have a high rate Of COVID right now That's so.
1: it Oh dear So we're, uh, we're, we're,
4: uh, to- we're still the demo of Vermont
1: yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh so, goodness. So we're still hanging low. <laughs> well, thank you ever so much for this great presentation. We really, really do appreciate it. And moving on to another aspect of keeping ourselves <laughs> sharp and our abilities sharp. Uh Gabriel Lopez Cafati has joined us. And I'm basically going to just turn this over to Gabriel because he understands a lot more of what he's doing than I do, quite honestly. <laughs> uh, Gabriel has been, as I understand it, has right. been taking the courses to get his certification as a life coach. And the, the, the whole concept of okay. a visual, blind or visually impaired life coach for blind and visually impaired people to me, it seems like you're actually finding somebody who gets it. And I'm yep. hoping that that's what we're going to be talking about anyhow. Um, <laughs> good evening, Gabriel.
2: <laughs> Hi, good evening, Terry. Always a pleasure to join Visibilities.
1: Well, we find it a great pleasure to have you and such a pleasure that I might as well stick a quick little ad in here. For next week, Gabriel is going to be on on, the, on another love of his life, and that is <laughs> wine. Our, wine, spicing up our tables for the uh, for autumn and for um, the holidays coming up. The holidays. And so yep. we are going to be doing all kinds of th- wine, wine and more wine next week. <laughs> but anyway, good evening tonight. Tonight we're going to tonight we're going to work on getting healthy enough that we won't be. So we overweight. can drink wine. So We can drink all week. We can drink all, <laughs> all weekend next week. <laughs> Good evening, Gabriel. Tell us what uh, you've been evening. up to with this.
2: Oh, well, it's it's a long but beautiful process and um completed my coursework and I've been doing uh many, many, many endless hours of uh coaching and uh it's it's you know, I'm I'm up to the final leg of it, which is certification. And um like you said, Terry, it's uh, it's uh, it's it's definitely uh, something that is near and dear to my heart because um, life coaching is is not fixing any problem. It's not trying to solve anything. Um, we believe in 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 uh, I, my training is through the Coaches Training Institute (CTI) out of San Rafael, California. And our philosophy, one of our cornerstones, is that each and one of us are naturally creative, resourceful, and whole, so um, there 's no nothing to be fixed about us. Um, sometimes we just need to align ourselves and you were talking about balance earlier. Uh, balance is also important in our mental and emotional life um, you know sometimes we say that we want something and we keep saying that we want to get that job. And for some reason, we're not getting that job. And uh, many times it's just a matter of inquiring within ourselves and, and finding the reason for that being. Maybe it's because that job is not in alignment with our values, or maybe uh, because we're, being too guided by external factors or external um, uh, validation. And uh, life coaching, uh, I try to center my practice around bringing you back to your inside. That's why my practice uh, is called Be Your Beacon, because I believe that we can all become our own beacon. And instead of following that external beacon, we just need to Really, really uh, go into ourselves, find those values, find who we are, what we are, and start uh, lining up our actions, our day-to-day actions, to match those values, to match what's important for us. And um, in that sense, uh, life coaching is not for just one specific area of life, it's for any specific area of life. And like I said earlier, it's not about fixing anything. Um, we don't coach problems. Uh, I, I believe strongly that I coach people. I don't coach problems. And I believe that people, uh, like I said, are definitely naturally creative, resourceful, and whole. You have all the answers you need from within. So basically, it's very interesting because people come to coaching thinking that, uh, that, if, for example, me as a coach, I'm going to give advice. And that's that's where um, things may kind of veer off a little bit when we're trying to look for external advice, because, you know, when you get a, advice from someone, that's not your agenda. That's the other person's agenda. The other person may have an agenda and may think they know what is best for you. And that's the advice that they will give you. Um, and uh, that brings me to another of my favorite cornerstones, which is um, I, I, I also bring a lot into my practice is to uh, reemphasize that we all have a beautiful thing called the power of choice. So that way uh, we, we own our choices. We own our decisions. No one else is telling us what to do or how to do or how to feel. So the power of choice gives us, you know, the ownership of what we do. And uh, that works both ways. If, consequences are good great desired then you know our victory is 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 within ourselves uh if things don't go the way we expected uh it's a learning experience but uh if we don't own it it's not ours the learning doesn't go deep into our core so i i like to uh leave everyone with With those two things, you know, you are all naturally creative resource one whole, you have the answers from within. And uh, you have the power of choice. And um, the, the, the final, or actually just to kind of give it in, in a very shortened or summarized version, the ultimate goal of life coaching is to evoke transformation. So uh like the one of the analogies that i love in coaching is that think of yourself as a house and people may think okay uh i'm gonna get a coach so that they can help me rearrange the furniture inside the house (laughs) well i believe in coaching as not rearranging the furniture i believe in coaching as so powerfully transformational that we're gonna get new furniture. <laughs> that's that's how I like to see it. You 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 reimagine everything and you rethink everything. And the most important part of it is like I said earlier, it keeps coming back to you: what you want, what you feel, what are your values. Once we define your values, uh, you know, it's it's you, you're, you're gonna see whoever um, decides. To embark in the process of coaching with me or anyone else, you'll see that there's a lot of questions about you. Uh, how do you feel about this? What do you think about this? It's not advice. It's a lot of questions, powerful questions, and guided in a way that make you realize what are your values and what are you doing. In the blindness world, we we have a lot of um, a, a need for for a practice like this because. You know, uh, culturally and, and maybe uh, traditionally, we sometimes learn or many of us have learned that blindness is something wrong with us. Obviously, physically, it's, there's, there's something that causes blindness, but that doesn't make us incomplete or that doesn't make us lacking or, uh, or we're missing something. It just makes us do things differently. So it's just a matter of finding who we are, because, of course, the world, again, you know, external beacons. The world is made up of or designed for sighted people. It's a sighted world. So obviously, we have to fight for accessibility. We have to advocate for inclusion. Um, But, you know, to strengthen all the things that we do in terms of advocacy, uh, we we must be strong from within. We must be strong in in the sense that we know that there's nothing wrong with us. We just do things differently, and uh, demand that the world adapt uh, to a certain degree to our needs, um, and 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 just be proud of who we are and, and how we do things. So I'm going to stop right there because I know that. Uh, we're we're close to time and uh, to the to the end of the hour. We are
1: unfortunately. And I
2: just wanted to see if, uh, if there were any questions. I don't know if I left if I left time at all. Actually, I'm not taking.
1: Unfortunately, we don't have any time for it. But we do have a big but we can put in here because Gabriel is coming back again next week to talk wine. We can also, if anyone does have any questions. Um, we can definitely fit them in at the beginning of next week on next week's program. Thanks Terry and uh in the meanwhile, I want to wish you well with your certification and thank you all the and all that you've gone through getting as far as you have has obviously been a labor of love and a long and difficult. Uh, it's a long and winding road, probably.
2: <laughs>
1: if you're old enough to remember the Beatles,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I do. Don't worry, absolutely. I love the Beatles.
1: <laughs> and I want to thank you all for being with me this evening. This, I think, this has been a great jumping-off point um, for a lot of us for getting, getting ourselves into a, into. I, you know, I almost want to say, let's work on pushing ourselves back five years um, to where we were at some point in time. But, you know, that's just maybe from what Gabriel just said, maybe that's just what my goal should be. Um, maybe each <laughs> one of us can pick up our can think about it and and uh, think about what you can do to keep yourself Strong. And, you know, as strong as possible, Uh, you know, when we started this program, we called it Visually Impaired Senior Abilities, because we are a group of people who are seniors, generally, not all, but generally, and we do have an awful lot of abilities. And I just don't want to see those abilities go away when they don't need to. And with that, I wish all of you a great week. And we'll be back here next Friday night at 7 o'clock. Thanks very much and have a good week.